We're into our ninth portion of our series called Trailblazer. Church, can you say Trailblazer? Trailblazer. One of you guys online, can you put it in, can you type in Trailblazer online? I got you followed on YouTube right here. Um, Luke is the author of the book of Luke and the book of Acts. Those books are basically two big volumes of one giant book. And, and Luke is this very unique uh, to the New Testament. He's the only one who's a theologian and a historian. The rest of the New Testament writers are only historians. And we're actually going to see some of that theological perspective of Luke come out in our passage today. Our passage will be in Luke chapter 8, uh, starting in verse 22. You can turn there in your Bibles. Uh, and, and basically, um, there's this one word we've been learning. Uh, it's a German word that my late professor, Dr. Stronsad, taught us, taught me. It's called Heilsgeschichte. It's, a, it's the one word that really sums up Luke's writing, which is salvation history. It's reading the story of Scripture as God's saving work in history. And, and, and the theme of both of these writings are, uh, Luke's writings are about the activity of the Holy Spirit. Um, so before we dive into the scripture, I will say this, like I, I mentioned it earlier already, that I've, I've connected with many people this week um, that are just going through some crisis, some challenges, some, some storms uh, that have been, it's, it's been a tough week for, for, for us at Church in the City, for, for many of us, and, and, and maybe you're here this morning and maybe you haven't shared a storm with me personally, or, or, or maybe you're walking through a storm with someone else, uh, whatever the circumstances, is, circumstances are, Let's let God's written words speak to us today and challenge us and encourage us. And uh, I got three points for you this morning. And uh, what we're going to do is basically walk through the blueprint of life's road trip for Christians. And, and we're going to work through it backwards. So uh, the, if we're working through a road trip backwards, where, we do, where do we start? We start at the destination. Point number one is the destination. Church, can you say the destination? Excellent. Why don't we look at verse 22 of Luke chapter 8. It says, one day Jesus said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and they set out. And I'll just read the first half of verse 23. As they sailed, he being Jesus fell asleep. So I think a few times now throughout, uh, it's coming up on nine years of marriage, Leanne and I, we've gone on many road trips together. And, um, you know, there's lots of fun things we get to do for, for, for getting ready for road trips. You know, you definitely got to have all the snacks ready. You got to have a, a music playlist. Sometimes I like having a podcast playlist. And uh, usually there's a fun destination where you're, we're heading. We're either going to visit family or visit different cities or, 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 or towns across our nation. Or sometimes we head down to the States and see what's going on, uh, exciting going on down there. It's, it's, it's a vacation. So there's a level of excitement there. And and once we're all ready, usually our first stop is we got to go get gas, right? We go get gas, gas up the car. I usually get an energy drink because I want to stay awake when you're driving and, and sleeping when you're driving is not a good idea. And uh, the, the, the second stop is usually for coffee, probably a Starbucks, maybe a Tim's. And, and that's for Leanna and her, her caffeine addiction, okay? And uh, like, like many, I'll say many of us, not me really, but many of us, of you people, I mean, I mean us, uh, have that addiction of, of caffeine, and, and that would presume, presumably you'd be able to say that, okay, this coffee is going to keep Leanna awake on this, this long road trip together, and it's about, uh, the, the, the timing uh, is, is like pretty accurate, it's 30 minutes into our road trip, and she'll be off 
sleeping soundly. I'm telling you, she, she's made it to Snoozeville. It's 30 minutes into the road, road trip, and, and she's sleeping. She sleeps very, like, like elegantly, and, 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 and the music, I have to change the, turn the music down, and I have to change the temperature in there so, so it's comfortable, and, and she's made it to Snoozeville. I got a long road ahead of me, and I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm listening to whatever I have to listen to. And uh, so over the last five years, what I've noticed, though, every year that has gone by over the last five years, uh, uh, you minus one minute of how fast she falls asleep. So five years ago was 30 minutes, four years, 29, three years, 28, two years, 27, last year, 26. And this year confirmed 25 minutes has happened even when we're driving and we're stuck in traffic. If it's longer than 25 minutes, she's made it to Snoozeville. She's out. You know, um, it doesn't matter if we're traveling through a winter blizzard or a, or a, a, a torrential downpour. She's still just peacefully sleeping. And, and what we're going to see in our scripture today, we're going to see Jesus and the boys. They're going to be uh, going on a boat, and, and there's a storm that's going to roll up on them, and, and Jesus will be peacefully sleeping. So I always think, Leanna, maybe you're a little bit like Jesus. That's good. That's good. You know, I can't wait for, for 30 years down the line. 30 years down the line, we're going to still be married and, and hopefully still be road tripping and traveling. And, and if you do the math on that, 30 years from now, that means about five minutes before we leave, she'll be sleeping, ready to go on our, our road trip. And I'm going to have to pick her up and, and put her in the car, buckle her in, and, and, and she'll be in snoozeville before we even leave. It's going to be beautiful. It's the dream. It's the dream. You know, we see in our scripture today that it says, Jesus said, let's go over to the other side of the lake. You can see that there's a purpose, there's a destination for the trip. CITC, let's understand this. God has a purpose and destination for every one of us. And Matthew chapter 8 shares this story, from this, the same story from Matthew's perspective. He just puts it this way, that when Jesus got into the boat, his disciples just followed him. That's how it starts out, this, that passage. So I want you to ponder on that for a moment. Where does the Holy Spirit want you to follow? Are you faithfully going to follow? You know, it's amazing uh, how every time I, I, I get here on a Sunday, I get to connect with my brother Tay uh, over on the tech side. And, and, and the way, so me and Tay, we grew up in, 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 in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and the paths that we got to get to Toronto were vastly different. You know, Tay uh, went to Montreal. He had to do a stint and, and serve in Korea, and then he came back to Montreal, I believe, and then, and then eventually ended up in downtown Toronto. I went out west. I went from Winnipeg to, to BC, and then, and then I was youth pastoring in Thunder Bay, and then ended up in, in downtown Toronto. Now, for many of you, many of you, you've come from, um, um, from overseas, from, from across an ocean, from different nations, from, from Africa and Asia and all over, and you've been brought here, right here on the Esplanade to this very community. You know, my question is, I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope the Holy Spirit's not leading you away from here, but my question is, how is the Holy Spirit leading you now? For example, where, is, where are you being led to show the love and share the love of God to others the way he loves us? What families has God put in front of you where you can share God's love with? Or maybe it's a coworker, a neighbor, uh, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, uh, maybe the Holy Spirit's opening a door for you to faithfully walk through. Just where are you going? Are you going to follow? We know where the destination is. We know the end game 
that it, it's already set out. It's figured out for us. God has it all worked out. Are we still going to faithfully walk through it? And if you're a follower of Christ, you have a personal relationship with Jesus. Then you know without a shadow of a doubt that, that, that your destination is heaven. You are, you're, not a, you're, you're not a permanent resident here. Your citizenship is in heaven. This is temporary. You have property laid out with your name on it. That's available to you. And it's available to everyone, who, anyone who chooses life with Jesus as their Lord and Savior. So as we work backwards through, through life's road trip for Christians, before we get to the, the destination, how do we get there? We have to look at the trip ahead. Point number two is the journey. Church, can you say the journey? The, journey. Uh, the second half of verse 23 uh, and verse 24 says, A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. And he got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters, and the storm subsided, and all was calm. So where we left off was Jesus was leading the disciples onto the boat, gave them a destination, and, and, and just, like the, just like Leanna, the destination was longer than 30 minutes, so Jesus had to take a nap. You know, he was, he was he's resting, he's comfortable. I'm presuming he was on the lower deck. Hopefully they gave him a nice feather pillow, and they turned the music down, adjust the AC for him, give him a nice breeze. And, uh, uh, and then what happens is a squall came down on the lake. Some translations call it a windstorm. And uh, some information, they were on the Sea of Galilee. And the Sea of Galilee is basically surrounded by hills and gorges. And uh, it, would be, it would be quite often where these windstorms would come out of nowhere and sweep down onto the lake. And, and anyone on a boat would be in very big fear because they're scared of their boat capsizing. And, and they're scared of drowning. And uh, I don't know if there's anyone else out here like me that's not a strong swimmer. I know I'm not a strong swimmer. Um, you know, I, I did like going snorkeling. I, I don't want to point out anyone who didn't like going snorkeling. It's kind of an inside joke that I want to bring up just for someone to hear. And uh, he gets mad at me later. Um, but, uh, um, <laughs> uh, but scripture says this crazy storm came out of nowhere. And Jesus was still sleeping on this boat that's being swamped with water. They're in great danger. So the disciples, what they do is wake Jesus up. They're in a panic, and they say, Master, Master, come save me. We're going to drown. Now, when you're traveling, whether it's by car, plane, or boat, you know, there's always a risk. You know, you, you can try to prepare for everything, but there's still risk when it comes to it. You can prepare your car, get all the, the, the engine oil checked. Uh, the, the, you can check all the lights, all the stuff, make sure your car is well. Um, but still, there's always sometimes... Along in the journey, there are sometimes unexpected twists. You know, maybe if you're flying and, and that morning there's a fog and your flight gets delayed and you miss your connection. Or, or, or maybe you're, you're trying to take a cruise and that's part of your trip, but you spend the whole time in the, in the cabin because you just don't do well with boats. I don't know. You know, maybe you're driving and there's, there's black ice and you just can't account for it. You don't see it. Or, or an animal runs in front of your vehicle. You know, I had a friend... Who, who drove back from BC, he was at Bible College with me, heading back to Winnipeg, and he encountered a minor rock slide. And uh, uh, fortunately, he wasn't hurt or any kind of way, but his car, not so much. Uh, his car was done for. And, and what we find out in Scripture, the disciples, they're panicking, and they go and they wake up Jesus, and they plead to, for, 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 the, for him to save them. 
And what, well, what you can see actually throughout the rest of Luke chapter 8 is the, the miracles of Jesus. And what we see in our passage is, is, is the revelation of Jesus' identity. And that's actually, you can see that throughout the rest of Luke chapter 8 is what I'm trying to say. And, and throughout this chapter, you see uh, just different miracles of Jesus happening. In our, in our scripture, in our passage, we see the, Jesus having power over nature. In the rest of Luke chapter 8, you'll see that, that Jesus has power over demons and diseases and death. We see in verse 24 that Jesus rebuked the wind and the raging waters. And we touched on that being a unique thing last week. And, and Jesus actually rebuking, which means correcting someone or, or something. So that something was the wind and the raging waters. And you can picture the storm subsiding and calming. And I'm going to mention this one more time as, as this week, like many of us have been going through crisis, whether there's been deaths in the family, uh, people overcome with sickness, there's been financial burdens, there's been relationship challenges, there's been work issues, there's been some tough medical reports handed out. All of the above has happened at Church in the City this week. And maybe you're here today and, and maybe, you're, uh, maybe you're, you're going through a storm and you haven't shared it, not that you have to share it with me, but maybe you're going with, uh, through a storm and, 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 and you're struggling. Maybe it's a mental health issue. Maybe you're struggling with suicidal thoughts. Maybe, you're, maybe you're, you're wondering if you should walk out on your family or not. Whatever storm you're going through, I want to tell you right now here, church, listen to this, that there is hope. We have read firsthand today that when a storm came, Jesus calmed uh, the, the raging waters and calmed the violent winds. You know, I think there's a, there's a, there's a reason Liana sleeps peacefully in the car with me. She knows I'm, she trusts that I will keep her safe. There's a reason Jesus was able to sleep soundly when the waves came crashing upon the boat and the violent winds kept on, uh, kept on shaking the boat and the boat was filling up with water. And you can imagine the waves unrelentlessly hitting that boat. Yet Jesus stayed sound asleep. He knew that he is the living hope, that he's the Holy Spirit empowered a living hope. The destination was already set he said it in the verse, first verse. God's plan was already made. And, and church, hear this, is God's promises are never broken. He will bring you to the other side. Even when there's a violent storm that comes your way. Church in the city, there is hope. And I'm reminded of Psalm 23 that the Lord is my shepherd. You can use this when, when you're feeling that you need to hold on to hope. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come for me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen? Amen. Church, the, the destination's already been set. God is with us on the journey. Keep the hope. When the storms come our way, when it seems so challenging, when it feels like the boat's about to tip over, even if you're not a good swimmer like me, when there's black ice on the road and you can't see it coming, 
Maybe, maybe your business took a massive hit because there's been a, 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 a global virus that's gone around and it hasn't been able to recover. When the storm comes out of nowhere, even then, don't lose hope. So when we're going on a road trip, you know, we, 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 and we've talked about the destination, we talked a little bit about the journey. Let's start at the, the starting point. Is, uh, the starting point is point number three, the, the preparation, the planning. You know, I think there's quite a lot of preparation that goes uh, on on a road trip. And uh, you, you got to plan your finances of, of where you're going to stay, all the gas, all that kind of stuff. you got to uh, stay within your budget. You have to plan the, your routes. you got to plan your, 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 your time, all that stuff. you got to make sure it's ready, make sure your vehicle's all ready, all the details before you dive into your journey. Our last verse for today is uh, uh, Luke chapter 8, verse 25. It says, where is your faith? Jesus asked his disciples, and in fear and amazement, they asked one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. So basically, the disciples, they woke up. Jesus, who was soundly sleeping through this violent storm, begged him to to save them, and they got to witness the the, the Messiah perform an incredible miracle of, of, of the calming of the wind and the waves, and you can maybe even picture the sun coming out then it's like this great wake-up call that Jesus gives. It's a stern address to the disciples. They would have gone from rejoicing and, and feeling uh, peace once the storm is set. And then Jesus speaks these words that would shake them to their core. You know, I, I, think, I think that's one great way we as humanity learns. You know, if, if you're going through uh, something and, and maybe you see your friend going through some challenging thing, when you speak the real truth to them, I think that that actually shows, even if it hurts, even if it's challenging, I think that shows good friendship. You know, if you're in leadership, there's going to be times where, where uh, it's going to be easier to, to not have a tough conversation with someone. Um, but every time you do have that tough conversation, even if it turns out messy, even if it's, if it's difficult, you'll become a better leader on the other side of that conversation. You know, and Jesus had this polarizing moment with the disciples. After the wind died down, after the waves stopped, and the Sea of Galilee was peaceful, Jesus challenges challenges his disciples. Where is your faith? And the disciples were absolutely blown away by this, taken back by this. One translation puts it this way. They were afraid and they marveled, saying to one another, Who can this be? For he commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. You know, their confidence should have already been there in Jesus' saving power. And as they start to question of who can this be, who is this, they, they, they basically start to reflect on the identity of Jesus. And, and this is where you see the theologian side of, of Luke come out in his writing. Because that portion of scripture ends this way. It ends with the disciples contemplating and reflecting on the identity of Jesus. And, and, and I think he does it this way so that the reader can do the same. That we can contemplate and reflect on that same question of the identity of Jesus. So church in the city, we are called to be prepared as we are Christ followers are given this gift of hope. What's up, kids? 
Come on in. Go see. Go see Avery on. <laughs> we love that. We love that. So church in the city, we're called to be prepared as we as Christ followers are given this gift of hope. We have the same power that conquers the grave, the same power that calms the winds and the waves. If you go through the rest of Luke 8, we have the same power that, that, that when you proclaim the name of Jesus, the demons will flee, the same power that raises a dead girl and a sick woman. We are walking with the Holy Spirit living in us. So many of us are going through storms this season. Maybe you're in the deep midst of one right now. Challenge you to hold on to hope. Hold on to the hope of the world. There's a destination that's promised for you. There's a plan that's already set ahead. I, I said that verse 25 was going to be our last verse. I just wanted to share verse 26 as well. It's, it's the start of the next section, but I think it, it, it goes quite well with, with uh, the last section as well. I'll just read it. It says, they sailed to the region of Gerasenes. And, and yes, I looked up the pronunciation. That's how it says they're supposed to, supposed to pronounce it. Gerasenes. Yeah, I did it. Yeah. Um, my, my, my professor, Dr. Roger Schallenstadt, would be proud of that. Oh. It finishes off by saying, which is across the lake from Galilee. I had to share that verse because... It's the completion of the destination. Jesus had a plan in mind. The disciples had the destination where they needed to go. And even though there were some challenges along the way, the challenges that those storms that we face, they, they aren't going to stop God's plan. I think many of us need to hear that this morning, including myself. I, I wanted to close today with a scripture verse. Um, and then I was going to pray for you guys. And, and what we're going to do is uh, uh, the, the tech team is just going to put on a worship song here. We're going to make this uh, place. Uh, you can, we'll make this place if you want to spend some time with God. Um, we'll, we'll do that. Um, but that will be our official dismissal after I pray. And uh, so I'll say this before I, I do all that is uh, I hope you have a great rest of your Sunday. May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. Let me leave you with this verse uh, from Psalm 55. Starting in verse 22, it says this, Cast your cares on the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. Lord, Heavenly Father, I thank you for my friends, God. I thank you for your love and your mercy. I thank you for your provision. I thank you for your blessing, God. Lord, I pray for anyone who's going through a stormy season right now, Lord that you just bless them, God, that you remind them that you are with them, that we don't even have to recognize these, these stormy winds or these, these rough, violent waves, God, because we, are, we know you are with us. Lord, I, I lift up to you, Pastor Curry, right now, Lord. And right now, we, just, we rebuke that cancer away in the name of Jesus. And Lord, Heavenly Father, we pray for your healing touch upon him. Lord, I pray for anyone else who's struggling. Maybe there's a financial burden. Maybe there's a physical uh, a health uh, a hurt. Uh, maybe it's a, a mental health issue. Whatever it is, Lord, we pray right now. We take those challenges. We take those storms. And in Jesus' name, we rebuke them. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you for always coming through for us. We thank you for your protection, God. We thank you for your plan. And, and, and a lot of the times, your plan looks a lot different than our plan, Lord. But let us know that your plan is the right way. Let us hold on to you, God.
We thank you for your living hope within us. Let us go and share that hope with others as we enter this Easter season, God, as we enter this, this, these, this greatest moments in history, Lord. Let us go and share your love like you've commanded us to do. Let us love you, Lord, and let us love others. We just give you all the glory and all the praise. Amen.